नमस्ते सारस्वते देवी प्रचारणे निर्विशेष शून्यवाद I have posted an email to the admins. You can just post that on the WhatsApp group. It is that Bajan. I asked you, Hari Hari Krishna Chaitanya, to post. I have already posted it on my email, and uh, the admins will post it on the WhatsApp group. Actually, Bajan, when Arutham Das Thakur. Rozi, I was searching of Shila Bhakti Vinod Thakur. No, but you could have looked for the lyrics. I looked for the lyrics. So I do not know. It, I, I did not remember it. Narottam Das Thakur. I also looked with the lyrics. So, so I got it in the poster. It's well get posted. So we are at uh, text thirty-eight uh, onwards. Basically, the three degrees of covering of lust. Prabhupada mentions how. Uh, because of misuse of our minute independence uh our service attitude is turned into propensity for sense enjoyment thus they come under lust just like the example given is of uh, milk becomes yogurt in connection with uh, lemon or tamarind so let me adjust my fan that's it The one fan Vaishnavas are allowed to have. All other Vaishnavas, all other fans are not good for Krishna consciousness. Humena vrire vanir yathadisho malena cha yathadisho malena cha. Then abrito garbas tatha te neta maabritam. You can read the two point the three point three eight translation. लिविंग एंटिटी इज सिमिलरली कवर्ड बाई डिफरेंट डिग्रीज ऑफ दिस लास्ट 
point is that different degrees. So the first example is the is about fire. Fire, although there is still smoke, dhuma naav breatho dhuma means uh, smoke and bhani means fire. The fire may be moderately covered by smoke, but it still burns to some degree. The propensity is there if you sort of use a blower or whatever, and then uh, you are stoking the fire. This is compared to the human being's consciousness. So, uh, human being is covered by lust slightly, but by bhakti, under able guidance, he can conquer it. He can conquer the lust. Therefore, it is compared to fire covered by smoke. Now, the second example is yatha darsho malenacha. Darsha means uh, mirror, like a mirror covered with dust. We talk about cheto darpanam. arjunam but here in, in comparison with uh, the fire covered by smoke the mirror covered by dust it does not uh, seem very effective compared to that because it does not reflect the images clearly if there is dust covering a mirror you will not be able to see the mirror sometimes sometimes i feel so lazy i, I don't wipe off the Luck stains that are there on the mirror. We use a small mirror, so just for the luck, you can see the forehead. Some many times I have to just take the mirror and then wash it with water and then apply the luck. So it just gets covered. The mirror gets covered. You won't be able to see anything. So what to speak about dust? Dust can be really thick. It's not been for a long time. So it cannot reflect the images properly, although it is a mirror. this is compared to the consciousness of the birds and the beasts so they are covered by lust moderately the third example is yatha ulbena abruto garbhaha so in the fetus in the womb it can hardly move it just cannot move so this is compared to the consciousness of trees which also cannot move so so smoke is compared to the fire covered by smoke is compared to consciousness of human beings and here the degree of lust is very slight we can be overcome by bhakti so the chances of overcoming lust is maximum you want to look at a table like that object is fire covered by smoke compared to consciousness of humans degree of lust is slight and chance of overcoming overcoming it is maximum in comparison if you look at the object as mirror covered by dust compared to the consciousness of animals and birds degree of lust is medium and chances of overcoming is also medium but the embryo is covered by womb is compared to the consciousness of trees degree of lust is intense and therefore the chance of overcoming is minimum so continuing further on this lust is never satisfied so the wise person pure consciousness is covered by his eternal enemy avrutam jnana metena jnanino nitya vairina kamarupena kaunteya dushpurena analenacha so it is covered by the eternal enemy in the form of lust so therefore eternal enemy means that lust must be killed by all means at any cost 
Lust means ignorance of the jiva. Because it covers the knowledge of the jiva. Lust is a form of ignorance. Ajnana or avidya. So the wise person's pure consciousness is covered by nitya vairina, the lust. In the form of lust. Nitya vairina, eternal enemy in the form of lust. Kama rupena, in the form of lust. Which is never satisfied. Dushpurena, it cannot be satisfied or satisfied. No matter the amount of sense enjoyment. Lust can never be satisfied. This is compared to just like fire, which is a constant supply of fuel. Constant supply of fuel. Can the fire be extinguished because of the constant supply of fuel? Yes or no? No, Prabhuji. Constant supply of fuel means it will only burn blazingly. Jnanino Nitya Bhairana. So we must understand clearly that the enemy of anybody who is wise. If we want to attain wisdom, we must control lust. So in the outside world, we have many philosophers, scientists, etc. who are very, very intelligent. But they may be very lusty and greedy. So we are not talking about that kind of intelligence. A truly wise man is one who has Control over lust. So, if there is an enemy, suppose there is a terrorist hiding in your city, you check where is he hiding. Where is he hiding? Similarly, the enemy called lust, we need to know where is it located. So, those of you who remember, what are the three locations of lust? Sense, mind, and intelligence. Yeah. Senses, senses to mind and the intelligence. They are the seeds of this lust. So, through these agencies of mind, intelligence, and senses, the last covers one's real knowledge, jnana mavritya. And then bewilders him accordingly. It covers the knowledge and bewilders the living entity. Let's look at verse number 40. Indriyani mano buddhir asya dishtana muchate. Asya means of this lust. Adhishtana means place. And there are five factors of action which you mentioned in the 18th chapter. One of them is Adhishtana, the place of action. So, Indriyani Manobhuti, these are the three places of lust, Asya. 
assignments this last adhisthanam unchate ether vimokhyati esha jnanam avartya dehana through them lust covers the real knowledge of the real, real living entity and bewilders them so lust bewilders living entity through these very agencies which are part of the body uh madan swaroop prabhu you want to read the the purport of text 40 yes sir ji purport by shrila prabhu pal prabhu pad ki jai the enemy has captured different strategic positions in the body of conditioned soul and therefore lord krishna is giving hints to those places so that one can uh, one who wants to conquer the enemy may know where he can find where he can be found mind is the center of all the activities of senses and thus when we hear about sense objects the mind generally becomes a reservoir of all ideas of sense gratification and as a result the mind and the senses become repositories of the lust of lust next intelligence department becomes the capital of such lustful propensities intelligence is the immediate next door neighbor of the spirit soul lusty intelligence influences the spirit soul to acquire the false ego and identify itself with the matter and thus with the mind and senses thus and with the mind, the mind and senses that is yeah Yeah, identify, identify with the mind. Yeah, identify itself with the matter, and thus with the mind and senses. The spirit soul becomes addicted to enjoying the material senses, and mistakes this as true happiness. The false identification of the spirit soul is very nicely explained in Sri Mat Bhagavatam, ten point eight point one three. Yes, sir. Kunte kona pe tridhatu ke swadhi kalat pradeshu bhavne hi jabi. ोडीमैन who considers the land of birth worshipable and who goes to the place of pilgrimage simply to take a bath rather than meet man of transcendental knowledge there is to be considered like an ass or a cow in this purport is very clear yesterday this uh, he was asking a question devidas madaji's son goranga But what about false ego? That part is what I wanted to explain in this purport. Purport is clearly mentioned. What happened? What is the false ego form? So now in text forty-one up to forty-three, uh, Krishna is talking about how to conquer this lust. So let's look at what Krishna says. In forty-one, 
Krishna is saying that one should curb this great symbol of sin. Lust is a symbol of sin. From the very beginning, right to the beginning, we should not wait for something to become more intense. Uh, they say that fire, uh, loan, disease, enmity should not be delayed. It should be immediately addressed. The, the remedy should not be delayed. Fire, loan, and uh, sickness. So here it is very clear that uh, in the very beginning one has to conquer this. So through Shaktik study and association of devotees, we will be know if we are being attacked by love. And accordingly we can take action. And this way we slay this destroyer of knowledge and self-realization. So what does Krishna say in this purport? In the translation. Tasmat Tvam Indriyani Adav Niyamya Bharata Shabha. Adav meaning right in the beginning. Don't wait. Don't let it develop. Papmanam Prajaki Khyanam Jnana Vijnana Nashana. It destroys Jnana and Vijnana. So for that we have to curb the senses. Prabhupada mentions in the purport that jnana refers to knowledge of the self as distinguished from non-self. In other words, knowledge that the spirit soul is not the body. That is jnana. Vijnana refers to specific knowledge of the spirit soul's constitutional position and its relationship to the supreme soul. The living entities are parts and parcels of the Lord and therefore they are simply meant to serve the Lord. This consciousness is called Krishna consciousness. So from the very beginning of life, one has to learn this Krishna consciousness and thereby one may become fully Krishna conscious and act accordingly. Prahlad Maharaj mentions in the seventh canto, Kaumaram Acharet Prajno Dharman Bhagavata Niha Turlabam Manusham Janmatadapyadruvamartadam it is very rare to get this form of life. So, what was he saying? What point was he saying? Ah, Kaumara Machirit Pradyam. So, from a very young age, Pradhamara mentions in the seventh canto to his demon classmates that at a very young age one has to learn about spiritual life, how to serve along. The last paragraph you can read Swadhyaya Prabhu of text 41. Yes, Prabhuji. Lust is only the perverted reflection of love of God, which is natural for a living entity. 
But if one is educated in Krishna consciousness from the very beginning, that natural love of God cannot deteriorate into lust. When we love, when love of God deteriorates into lust, <clears throat> it is very difficult to return to the normal condition. Nonetheless, Krishna consciousness is so powerful that even a late beginner can become a lover of God by following the regulative principles of devotional service. So, from any stage of life or from the time of understanding its urgency, one can begin regulating the senses in Krishna consciousness, devotional service of the Lord, and turn the lust into love of God, the highest perfectional stage of human life. Yes, Srila Prabhupada. This is the point. Very interestingly, I was uh, just, you know, just completing my dinner prasadam right now. Um, there was a devotee who is a couple of years younger than me. He's about 47. So he uh, was explaining how we came into Krishna consciousness and all that and how he was going to you know, wait for some time to join and all that stuff. So I casually made a remark that uh, uh, we should join when we have the strength to serve Krishna. Not that at the ripe old age, everybody says, what is the need of doing bhakti at youth? You should do it when you're old. In your whole life, you enjoyed your senses and mind and try to serve some drunkard who will pay your salaries. And finally, when you're old and you're fit for nothing, then you go to Krishna and then try to give. So, just, just try to then say that I have come to join full-time at the age of 70. What is the use of joining at 70 when your eyes can't work, your ears can't work? and You're saying that... Uh, you have sacrificed everything. What have you sacrificed? Everything is already used. There's nothing left to sacrifice. So therefore, even, but, but Prabhupada is saying, nonetheless, Krishna consciousness is so powerful that even a late beginner can become a lover of God by following the regulated principle of devotion service. You can see there are, like in my own case, I joined Krishna consciousness at the age of 29, which is quite uh, late in that sense. I've been in the moment for about 20 years now. So now I'm 49. Um, even that you can just check. I mean, I joined the temple 10, 11 years back, meaning 37, 38. That would mean that uh, uh, I'm still a late beginner. But Prabhupada is mentioning here, Krishna consciousness is so powerful that even a late beginner can become a lover of God by following the regulated principles of devotion service. So from any stage of life or from the time of understanding is the urgency, one can begin regulating the senses in Krishna consciousness. Devotion serves the Lord and turn the lust into love of God at the highest perfect stage of life. So this devotee said, he joined late and everything. He said, Jab jag jaye to savera. In Hindi, that means that when you wake up, it is dawn. So, which means, as I say, it's better that you came even though you are late, at least you came. Um, so, the late beginning in Krishna consciousness is therefore not considered a major disadvantage. 
because you miss out on the opportunities that could come at a younger age where you can serve more. Uh, so this text 42, it's a very famous verse. You can buy hard this verse if you can. Very good for preaching. Indriyani paranyahur indriyabhyah paramana manasastu paravutri yogude paratastu saha So jo karmendri jo hai वो जड़ पदार्थ के परे हैं उसे बेहतर है मन जो है इंद्रियों के परे हैं और बुद्धि जो है मन से भी परे है और आत्मा जो है उस भक्ति से भी परे उस बुद्धि से भी परे है बियॉन्ड दैटिटीज ऑफ लस्ट लस्ट इज रिजर्व विद इन दॉडी बट इट इज गिवन वेन थ्रू देंसेस Both the senses are superior to the body as a whole. These outlets are not in use when there is superior consciousness or Krishna consciousness. In Krishna consciousness, the soul makes direct connection with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, the hierarchy of bodily functions that are described here ultimately ends in the Supreme Soul. Bodily action means the function of the senses. And stopping the senses means stopping all bodily actions. So, Vikas hmm. Prabhu, you can read this purport uh, starting, but since the mind is active, text 42. But, but Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Prabhuji, but, but since the mind is active, then even though the body may be silent and at rest, the mind will act as it does during dreaming. But the, above the mind is the determination of intelligence and above the intelligence is the soul proper. If, therefore, the soul is directly engaged with the Supreme, naturally all other subordinates, namely the intelligence, mind and senses, will be automatically engaged. In the Katha Upanishad, there is a similar passage in which it is said that the objects of sense gratification are superior to the senses and mind is superior to the sense objects. If therefore the mind is directly engaged in the service of the Lord constantly, then there is no chance that the senses will become engaged in other ways. This mental attitude has already been explained if the mind is engaged in the transcendental service of the Lord, there is no chance of its being engaged in the lower propensities. In the Katha Upanishad, the soul has been described as Mahan, the great. Therefore, the soul is above all, namely the sense object, the senses, the mind and the intelligence. Therefore, directly understanding the constitutional position of the soul is the solution of the whole problem. I'll continue, Prabhuji. No, no, I'm just a bit. Oh, Hare Krishna. See, therefore, the mind is directly engaged in the service of the Lord constantly. What is the shloka? Satatam kirtayanto maam yatatam shadrid brataha. 
there is a shloka about ambarish maharaj what is that shloka श्लोकाश्रय <laughs> स्टंटली then there is no chance that the senses will become engaged in other ways so this we have mentioned in the second chapter param drushwa nivartade higher taste uh so propad mentions in the purport the next paragraph yamuna may mataji can read प्रॉब्लम A neophyte specialist is generally advised to keep aloof from the objects of the senses, but aside from that, one has to strengthen the mind by use of intelligence. <clears throat> If by intelligence one engages one's mind in Krishna consciousness by complete surrender unto the supreme personality of Godhead, then automatically the mind becomes stronger, and even though the senses are very strong, like serpents, they will be no more effective. then serpents with broken fangs but even though the soul is the master of intelligence and mind and the senses also still unless it is strengthened by association with krishna and krishna consciousness there is every chance of falling down due to the agitated mind hari krishna so the agitated mind can lead to fall down स्मृति भ्रमशा बुद्धिनाश बुद्धिनाशा प्रणक्षति 
unless it is strengthened by association with Krishna in Krishna consciousness. If by intelligence one engages one's mind in Krishna consciousness by complete surrender under the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then automatically the mind becomes stronger. And even though the senses are very strong, like serpents, they will be no more effective than serpents with broken fangs. So I remember in my Bhakti Shatri class, our faculty member told that already the senses are agitated, don't aggravate it. That's something that all of us can remember. Senses are already agitated due to various samskaras uh, and vrittis, uh, uh, kobhavas. Now, so it has to be strengthened by the use of the intelligence. Otherwise, this mind will be engaged in something else. Effectively, they are hinting at uh, total surrender here. Complete surrender under the Supreme Personality of God. It's important to have the right association so that there is not fall down due to the mind. It's a text, text 43. Evam buddhe param buddhva means difficult to overcome, very formidable poem. So, read the translation. This, yeah. Is there for overloading, overloading and for sense gratification is the greatest enemy of the conditioned soul. But by the strength of Krishna consciousness, one can control the material senses, the mind and the intelligence. Evam buddhe param buddhva samstabhyatmana matmana jahishatrum mahabaho kama rupam durasadam. So please conquer, O Mahabaho. Is difficult to overcome, formidable folk is conquer. <laughs> but deliberate spiritual intelligence that is required. And uh, therefore, by spiritual strength, one can conquer this insatiable enemy known as lust. Uh, Veena Mataji, can you read? You can read? Uh, yes, Prabhu. Read from... Again, sorry. I meant Veena, but you read. read. Uh, start with this desire for overloading. Overloading and sense gratification 
are the greatest enemies of the conditioned soul. What is the greatest enemies? Eh? Greatest enemies of the conditioned soul. It says greatest enemies. Yes, for overloading and for sense gratification. Mine is an old <coughs> I think yours is. Uh, I think greatest enemies should be are the greatest enemies of the condition. So I think that's the right English. But the one which I have, this desire for overloading and for sin gratification, is the greatest enemy. Anyway, go ahead. Are the greatest enemies of the condition soul. Mm. But by the strength of Krishna consciousness, one can control the material senses, the mind, and the intelligence. One may not give up work and prescribe duties, duties all of a sudden, but by gradually developing Krishna consciousness, one can be situated in a transcendental position without being influenced by the material senses and the mind. By steady intelligence directed towards one's pure identity. This is the sum total of this chapter. In the immature stage of material existence, philosophical speculations and artificial attempts to control the senses by the so-called practice of yogic postures can never help a man towards spiritual life. He must be trained in Krishna consciousness by higher intelligence. I'll read the last Yeah. Thus, thus end the Bhakti Vedanta purport to the third chapter of the Srimad Bhagavad Gita in the matter of Karma Yoga or the discharge of one's prescribed duty in Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna. Okay, so we conclude the chapter. We read from Bhagavatam and Chetan Chardamrata and then if we have time we can take questions. Otherwise we can take the questions tomorrow. Uh, text 14 uh, and 15. 14, 15 or 14, 15, 16. What did we say? Who remembers? Shivani Mataji had posted. Sorry? It's already posted. 1 to 14 and 15. 14 and 15, na? Yes, sir. Because Mataji, where is the point? Does mind get strengthened or intelligence probably? Uh, uh, Prabhuji, no. Uh, in this last shloka, uh, Bhagavad Gita. Uh, With intelligence, so we, we can control the mind. 
uh, sorry the previous one 42 with yeah with uh, i mean um but even though the soul is a master of intelligence and mind and the senses also still unless it is strengthened by association with krishna and krishna consciousness there is every chance of falling down due to agitated mind so uh, i mean it is the agitated mind which is going to uh, i mean uh, agitate the senses more so uh, i mean when we take up krishna consciousness we talk more about controlling the mind but the mind higher than mind is intelligence no prabhu ji so uh, which one uh, i mean a couple of places it's mentioned uh, strengthen the mind by use of intelligence so i mean there's also another uh, sentence there but aside from uh, that one has to strengthen the mind by use of intelligence that means first the intelligence has to be strengthened is it by krishna consciousness that was my question prabhuji here it is talking about a soul being strengthened by association oh okay you read the sentence but even though the soul is a master of intelligence and mind and the senses also still unless it is strengthened okay so that is the soul okay thank you prabhuji ोतव्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज्यूज
either for the particular man or for the society there may be some temporary reactions to such propaganda but there are no permanent effects therefore such activities are a waste of time the actual object of glorification is the supreme personality of godhead who has created everything manifested before us we have we have broadly discussed this fact from the beginning of the janmadasya shloka of this bhagavatam the tendency to glorify others or here others must be turned to the real object of glorification the supreme being and that will bring happiness so i made you read a lot more because you have not been reading for a long time hello prabhupada and somehow your kid caught up yes <laughs> कर्म by remembering the personality of god at therefore who will not pay attention to this ambika mataji hari krishna prabhu yesterday you wanted to read and i said that you will read first today okay prabhu i joined late so sorry yeah. oh read uh, text 15 first para after that akka you can read the next para Hi Krishna. Treshila Prabhupada. Okay. The contact of the spiritual spark with material elements creates a knot which must be cut if some, if one wants to be liberated from the actions and reactions of fruit fruity work. Liberation means freedom from the cycle of reactionary work. This liberation automatically follows for one who is constantly who constantly remembers the transcendental pastimes of the personality of Godhead. this is because all the activities of the supreme lord his leela are transcendental to the modes of the material nature they are all attractive spiritual activities and therefore constant association with the spiritual activities of the supreme lord gradually spiritualizes the conditioned soul and ultimately serves severes the knot of material bondage hari krishna liberation from material bondage is therefore a byproduct of devotional service attainment of spiritual knowledge is not sufficient to ensure liberation such knowledge must be overcoated with the devotional service so that ultimately the devotional service alone predominates then liberation is made possible even the reactionary work of the fruity workers can lead one to liberation when it is overcoated with devotional service karma overcoated with devotional service is called karma yoga similarly empirical knowledge overcoated with devotional service is called jnana yoga but pure bhakti yoga is independent of such karma and jnana because it alone cannot can not only endow one with liberation from conditional life but also award one the transcendental loving service of the lord anya vilashita shunyam jnana karmaadi anavrutam karma and jnana are not coating pure bhakti 
Yes, Radhanika Mataji, you want to read the last paragraph? Hare Krishna Prabhu, sorry to interrupt. Oh yeah, sorry. What are you saying? Prabhu, can you please explain what it means Gnana Yoga quoted with devotions and over-quoted with devotions? Because, for example, you are in Krishna consciousness. Your spiritual master said that you should study one hour Prabhupada books. And you study books for four hours because you like reading books. So it is no longer Bhakti Yoga, it is Jnana Yoga. It's an example. In other words, there is, a, there is an overcoating. It's called Karma Mishrita Bhakti or Jnana Mishrita Bhakti. Mm -hmm. okay. there, is, there is no pure devotion in it. So, the definition of pure devotion is that Anya Abhilashita Shunyam, free from all other desires. Jnana Karma Di Anavrutam, and then Anukulyana Krishna Anushilanam, favorably. Performing activities that is called Uttama Bhakti, pure devotion. Is that fine? Yes, Prabhupada. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Yes. Hare Krishna. Yes, Prabhupada. Therefore, any usable man who is above the average man with a pure with a poor fund of knowledge. See how the meaning changes, huh? See how the meaning changes. You said pure fund of knowledge. Completely opposite. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Because you're a, kind of you're a Vaishnava, you don't want to find mistakes. <laughs> With a pure fund of knowledge, you must constantly remember the personality of Godhead by hearing about Him, by glorifying Him, by remembering Him, and by worshipping Him always, without cessation. That is the perfect way of devotional service. The Goswamis of Vrindavan, who were authorized by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to preach the Bhakti cult, rigidly followed this rule and made immense literatures of transcendental science for our benefit. They have chalked out ways for all classes of men in terms of the different castes of life in pursuance of the teachings of Srimad Bhagavatam and similar other authoritative scriptures. Hare Krishna. You can post 16 and 17 tomorrow for tomorrow. Sweet from Chaitanya Charitamrita. So we already covered that big purpose. Now which verse should we come to now? One point twenty. Twenty? One point two zero. Are you sure? Because we went ahead. Twenty sixth Prabhuji. Twenty sixth Prabhuji. Yeah. We'll start from twenty six again. Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Daita Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda Chapter entitled The Spiritual Masters Chapter 1 of Adilila Sri Chaitanya 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 Shloke Kohi Bahavatara Karan Panja Shasta Shloke Kohi Mula Prayajan So because we can read the translation. 
in that verse i have all i have also explained the external reason for lord chaitanya's incarnation but in the fifth and sixth verses i have explained the prime reason for his advent are you so talking about in that verse meaning shay shloka means fourth verse the fourth verse is invoke the benediction of the lord praying to lord chaitanya for mercy upon everyone the same time is also explain the external reason for lord chaitanya's incarnation the fifth and sixth verses i have explained the prime reason for his advent text 27 ech hoy shloke kahi chaitanya ratatta ar pancha shloke nitranandher mahatatva So we can. Uh, I, I, we don't. It's not been posted. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you do that, Rashma Madhi? Is it possible? No, I just requested her to do it actually. Oh, you did. Yes, ma'am. In the group. Yes, ma'am. सॉरी सॉरी इट वाई वॉज स्पीकिंग ऑन म्यूट प्रोजेक्ट इन दीज सिक्स वर्सेज I was in these six verses. I have described the truth about Lord Chaitanya, wherein in the next five I have described the glory of Lord Nityananda. Okay. Ah, the shloke adhyay datta vakhyana, araika shloke pancha tatver vakhyana. Panchana parada mati. Hare Krishna Prabhu. The next two verses describe the truth of Advaita Prabhu, and the following verse. describes the panchatatva the lord his plenary portion his incarnation his energies and his devotees So we are at twenty-eight now, na? No? Yes, Prabhuji. Each adash loke kori mangala charana, tahi madhe kohi sabavastu nirupana. And Swadhyay Prabhu. Yes, Prabhuji. Text twenty-nine translation. वैष्णव 
the intricacies of all these verses. Shakala Vaishnava Shuna Kariye Kamana Chaitanya Krishnera Shastra Mata Nirupana I request all my Vaishnava readers to read and hear with rapt attention this narration of Sri Krishna Chaitanya as inculcated in the revealed scriptures. Lord Chaitanya is the absolute truth, Krishna himself. This is substantiated by evidence from the authentic spiritual scriptures. Sometimes people accept a man as God on the basis of their whimsical sentiments and without reference to the revealed scriptures. But the author of Chaitanya Charitamrita proves all his statements by citing the Shastras. Thus he establishes that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the supreme personality of Godhead. So we'll read from text 32 of the Chaitanya Charitamrita tomorrow. Okay, so those who want to go ahead can go ahead. You can continue with some questions or comments or anything. I think by the looks of it, tomorrow there will be nine people, then there will be four people going on like that. Yesterday they are 19, now it's come down to 14. 19 or something, yeah. Prabhuji, uh, in the verse 30 of third chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Lord mentions we should be free from lethargy. Prabhuji, I sometimes lose my Prabhuji, sometimes I lose my determination. How shall I continue with consistency in my devotional service? This is an achabacha kind of question. Ah, let's see what Krishna says. Krishna is ordering Arjuna to fight. Okay. But he also describes the consciousness in which Arjuna should perform the duty. Without desire for profit and with no claims to proprietorship. What does that mean? Nirashir Nirmamana. Yeah. Nirashihi and Nirmamaha. Nirashi means without desire for profit and Nirmama without ownership. Like if you offer Yajna, Ahuti. You say, Idam Zi Krishnaya Swaha, Idam Zi Krishnaya, Idam Na Mama. This is not mine, this is not for me, this is for Krishna. So that is called Nir Mama, not mine. Nirashi, there is no desire for profit. Bhutva, Bhutva meaning so being. Yudhyasva Vigata Juraha, so fight without lethargy. So Acharya say, uh, Nirashi and Nirmama indicate that the jiva should be free of the mode of passion. Right? The mode of passion, one tends to take the sense of ownership very seriously. And then, Vikata Joraha indicates, please give up the mode of ignorance. In the same shloka. Knowledge of the difference between the body and soul is simply born out of the mode of goodness. Sattvat Sanjayate Jnana. Bhagavad Gita 14.17.
but full knowledge is way beyond goodness and it's transcendental mam chayo avyabicharena bhaktiyogena sevate sa gunan samatityaitan brahmabhuyaya kalpate if you perform bhakti yoga with complete surrender without falling down you can go beyond the three modes even beyond the mode of goodness and be situated in the mode of spiritual goodness pure goodness and that is the eternal relationship of the soul with krishna when surrendering all your works unto me my sarvani karmani is added to this above mentioned requirements so my sarvani karmani nirashir nirmama yudhyasva vigata jvaraha all this finally means arjuna's nishkama karma is no longer nishkama karma but it is bhakti yoga detached work done in devotion for krishna's pleasure although krishna has often requested arjuna to act on the platform of detachment and duty he now reveals his actual desire that arjuna fight with devotion so bigada jwaraha basically we have to go beyond the modes so going beyond the modes we should perform attentive sadhana bhakti attentive sadhana bhakti meaning it should be accountable should be accountable to somebody for your sadhana i keep saying in this group many times that please ensure that you be accountable to somebody please send your reports whatever i suppose you are all doing it which is very good if you are so developing determination will come one by associating with the determined people two we can also perform fasting on vaishnava appearance disappearance similar to what ramani uh, vishaka mataji had asked some parts of the answer is is this that we can develop uh, determination uh, by following the principles of devotional service and how do we do that in the association of devotees so like just like you get into a train then till you decide to jump out in the next platform the train will reach you to destination all you have to do is to be there on the train so if you are in krishna consciousness we do not worry we should do our best and leave it to krishna if after this uh, uh, second chapter we think that karma ne vadikarata has to be forgotten there is no meaning that is why there is a karma yoga chapter how can one perform the karma so is that fine harira yes guruji there is more important thing is about accountability hari krishna prabhu ji yes madhuri prabhu ji in one of the classes i was uh, i mean uh, i just heard about it's not just three modes of material nature but actually 9 into 9 81 something like tamasa 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 rajasa and tamasa sattva like that if you go it's 9 into 9 81 so i mean will you be able to explain about that prabhuji uh, i suppose i will be able to i will try um the modes of material nature are only three okay rest is it is just like the primary colors what is the red blue and yellow what are the primary colors i don't know what they are okay uh red blue green yeah yeah red blue green what are I don't know if it's green. Is is it green? I thought blue plus yellow becomes green. 
red blue and green prabhuji common and white okay fine you just passed <laughs> so anyway these are the primary colors and the multiple combinations of the primary colors you get many many combinations okay. quite similarly the modes of material nature are three and by by com combination of these modes we get multiple modes of consciousness or personality types okay so that is why it could be like so 30% tamasic 20% rajasic and 50% satvic as one personality type okay and then in different combinations so all of us are have that no prabhuji it's not like you're totally in rajasic or tamasic or satvic it's uh, all yeah. of us you but as far as i am concerned i know i have combination of all three modes <laughs> because in general in the 14th chapter krishna says at any point of time each one of these modes is battling with each other for supremacy okay satvam rajas tama idi guna prakriti sambhava nibadnanti mahabaho dehe dehena mavyam all uh, embodied souls are entangled because of these three modes okay. it is the golden chain silver chain and the iron chain find us guna one meaning is rope so these are ropes that bind us is that fine ambika mandri yes sir thank you so much oh i forgot i had stopped my video Prabhu's Mataji, do we have any more? Otherwise, we can proceed into chapter four tomorrow. Prabhuji, I have a small question. I was teaching my uh, uh, son about this Harappan culture and in this Delhi and all this. So, is it related to Dwapar Yuga? Because they are saying it is like six thousand years ago. Honestly, so, I have no. Very light question, Emma. Honestly, I have no idea. Well, there is a book called Forbidden Archaeology by Michael Cremo, I think. Okay. That gives us exact uh, from fossil uh, sample. It tells us which age coordinate uh, coincides with what. Okay. Okay. I couldn't understand, but maybe if you keep studying science, you'll be able to understand. All is it? Oh my God. ोडिनेट Uh, spiritual connection. Okay. Don't put me in it. Once you finalize the order, let me know how much you want. Okay, sir. And it need not be just within this group. It can be otherwise uh, also. By the way, many of you are already posting videos. I want to particularly thank uh, Kanchana Baba Mataji, Sapna Mataji, Atipradharadika Mataji, who started off by covering our whole family, then somebody else also. 
and uh, I think Reshma Mataji also posted. Is that your son, Mataji? Yes, Prabhu. Aryan is my son. Yeah. So there are a few videos that have been posted. Also, some bacha log were there to make up the numbers. But everything is welcome. Anyway, everyone is welcome, but try to get a few more adults in. So far, we have some 34 or 35 videos that we have posted about uh, chanting Hare Krishna. Now, we have a target of 200, so please work towards it. The pleasure of Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhu, 200 from this group, Prabhu, you meant? Yeah. Okay. We have 20 people. Everybody posts 10 videos. It's 200. Prabhu, I have 200 employees. I can tell them to and finish the target. 200. That's why I asked. If you had been a little younger, I would have said, good girl. Yes, please. Go ahead. Sure, Prabhu. Go ahead. It's yes. invitation. You see, it's, it's mercy. Making those people chant Hare Krishna. Mm -hmm. Sure, Prabhu. I'll do that. Go for it. Thank you, Prabhu. Shila Lokanath Swami. Is there any deadline? Sorry? Is there any deadline like any last date? Ideally, a couple of days more. Two days more. So you'll get within, within this week? Actually, Lokanath Swami Maharaj asked uh, one of his senior disciples to call me today. So they wanted me to be part of uh, this committee for this Holy Name Week for North India, Northern India, because I serve as the chairman of ISKCON's Northern India Divisional Council. So they asked me today, so that puts more responsibility. If all of you get this, then I have something to talk about also. See, it's easy. We have done it. 200 we've got, so now you can do more. I have recorded a video. Have you? That kind of a testimonial. Is that fine, Prabhus and Madhuis? So let us call it a day. Let's catch up tomorrow. Krishna Mili. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Krishna, Rama, 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 Rama,